part-time fanboy. Hello, sir. How are you? <clears throat> I am doing well. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. We made it. Yes, I'm. I'm proudly wearing. Oh, look you. at you. Nobody can see this, but no, no, wearing, no. You're wearing your part-time fanboy T-shirt. Yes, absolutely. Go I am proudly, pr proudly, proudly wearing it. Proudly, uh, it's keeping me nice and comfy. It's great. <laughs> That's great. I need to do something with those. Put them on the site or something. I don't know. I don't know. For yes, anyone listening, I've created part-time <clears throat> fanboy T-shirts in the vein of the old Superman. Uh, the original Christopher Reeve Superman, like, you know, metallic, like logo sort of thing. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's great. I think you should, you should really consider um, doing them in different uh, title styles, different font styles. Yeah. Yeah. That... I think, I think you could see part-time fanboy, like in the porkies. <laughs> yeah. That's great. That would be great. That would be great. Or the simple Rocky font. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. No, I mean that design I did. Cause it was like the 10 year, it was like 10 years. And I was like, I should do something. And I just threw that together and posted it on social media and never did anything with it after that. And then I was like, at some point, uh, you know, I will say like sticker mule, they do these like, um, specials every once in a while on their t-shirts. And I was just like, ah, I'll just make one. And then uh, with that particular run that was for you and a lot of other friends at Christmas, um, that was gotprint.com. So they do not sponsor this show at all. But I figured I should shout out because they all came out pretty good. No, they came out great. I yeah, love them. They, they I love came them. Out Maybe good. do different colors too. Maybe instead of, you know, black and reds and blues. Sure. And that takes time, Evis. <laughs> oh, sorry. I forgot. I, I, I know. I know. I know. You're... You're a busy man. No, I mean, that's the thing like with t-shirts and not to get sidetracked like right off the bat, but it's like, you know, a lot of people do these like t-shirt like services and stuff, you know, but you only make a couple of like, you don't make a lot like off of that stuff. Yeah. So for me, yeah. it, I don't know that it's worth the time just to throw something on there. I mean, you know, maybe people would buy. So, but got print has like, you can print them as they come. So that's something I've been thinking about too, is just putting them up on my like little web store, which is available on parttimefanboy.com. You can click on store, um, shop or whatever it is, the link on the site. And um, just saying like this could take, you know, 10 days or whatever to like fulfill or something, you know what I'm saying? Just like, like yeah. you know, and so that way I could put them out. It's just more of a like, how much effort do I want to put into something that, you know, I mean, whatever, it's it's promotional. But who's going to buy a part-time fanboy t-shirt anyway? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Uh, not a lot of people, I think. So. Oh, anyway. you, you need you need to stop that. <laughs> you just throw it up there and just see what happens. You we'll don't see know. see what happens. Yes, yes, yes. But as I said, I sent them one to you for Christmas. I sent several to other people <clears throat> that have been, uh, you know, co-hosts on the show in the past. So I'm glad you enjoy it. I like I like them too. I like how they came out. I was very surprised. I was like, oh, they came out great. Professional. 
which yes. is kind of what I am. So that should, you are. <laughs> that should work. Uh, what I'm not professional at is podcasting <laughs> because we are just rambling on about t-shirts. But we are here to finally finish oh my. the Rocky series. Oh, um, boy. There was this thing called the SAG strike. I should say that we are the part-time fanboy podcast. I have said that a couple of times because we've been talking about part-time fanboy t-shirts. My name is Christian Horn. I have my good friend, Evis Cannavale, on the line. And we started last year talking about the Rocky movies, right? Yes, absolutely. Something that I've been wanting to do for ages on this podcast. And we finally got around to it. And one of the reasons I wanted to talk about the Rocky movies is not just because I love most of them. Not all, most of them. Pretty much, I would say like 90% of them, I think. I think I like I like um, the Rocky movies. But... Um, I feel that they are a time capsule of filmmaking. Like if you go back to and look at the first Rocky movie and you watch Rocky two, Rocky three, Rocky four, Rocky five, and this Rocky Balboa, Rocky six, I feel that um, it shows you how filmmaking changed over the course of like a decade or more, like, like fun, watching yeah. Rocky Balboa, which I actually watched again last night. That was 2006. And yep. that was ages after rocky five like i don't 16 years 16 years that's so crazy and yeah, rocky five came out in 1990 yeah oh yeah 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 so yeah that would have been like yeah the year i graduated high school i'm old um, me too yeah me too. <laughs> yeah so 1990 um rocky five so this comes out in 2006 and what's funny to me is like Again, showing how filmmaking changes and comes around, like I really feel like by 2006, you know, early 2000s, late 90s, uh, and this is something that I was explaining to my daughter as we were watching it last night, because as we were watching this movie, she was like, I love this one. She was like, this is a great movie. Like he did a great job. And it's like storytelling came back around, right? Like, you know, during the 80s, you get like the shortcuts and the sweaty muscles and you know all that and at some point like in the 90s like indie film became popular you know you had mm -hmm. the rise of like fortunate or unfortunate of you know like miramax and like other companies that were making like lower budget films that focused on story over like action or you know what i'm saying and yeah and uh that's kind of like what happened with rocky balboa right oh yeah he he went back and I don't want to, I hate to say, I hate to use the term right back to its roots, but he pretty much did. Totally. I, I, he totally did. And, you know, this was, and it's interesting because he made this film like after, not right after, but because this, because Copland came out in 97, I believe. Yeah. And Copland was supposed to be the time when everyone was like, oh, okay, he's shifting gears now. He's no longer doing the, the action thing. He's doing yeah. something completely different. Yeah. And then afterwards, he didn't really do much of anything interesting at all because he did Ants and he did Get Carter and he did Driven, which are not oh, really yeah, yeah, yeah. great films. And then he really hit the, the skids with Detox and uh, Avenging Angelio, I think that's the name, and other things. So he went back to the well and went back to something he was familiar with that he knew. And then two years later, he does Rambo. Yeah. Um, so he goes back to what he is familiar with. And he goes and, – and you watch this film and he knows – the 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 depth by which he understands Rocky so much, 
and how he's able to just kind of, it just fits him like a glove. And he just is able to just pull out so much of the character, especially, and, and being able to do it with each film, like per decade or per time slot, per time in, in, in each film, he's able to bring something new. Like here is Rocky, you know, at the tail end of his own career, you know, and there, I know there are things we're going to be talking about because I remember watching this again and it always struck me as interesting that he didn't cast his own son in this one as he did with Rocky four. Yeah. Oh, Rocky five. I mean, and, um, but then at the same time, I understood the idea, the, the, the thought of, you know, here's a guy here is, uh, I think his name's Milo, uh, from, from heroes yeah. playing this, his son who feels like he's overshadowed. I think it would have been odd slash interesting to have his own son playing his son yeah. who feels overshadowed. Yeah. And maybe that was too close to home. Maybe that's why, because I've never really, I've looked into it, but I've never really found any definitive answers to why Sage didn't do this. Yeah. Because I know Sage passed away, but he passed away years after this film came out. So yeah. I, I know he was still alive. So um, so yeah, I've always wondered about that. Yeah. Well, I mean, the point, Milo Ventimiglia, right? I, I mean, wasn't Ventimig even, I, I Ventimiglia, wasn't even, I, that's what I'm going to go with. I mean, he's, I, you I'm, know. I'm going with, uh, Veja, Veja, whatever the hell the thing is from Lucy. Well, uh, yeah, I think yeah. mostly famous right now for This Is Us, right? Like, but Heroes and yeah, and he was on This Is Us, but like a really great, I mean, I was just looking at his credits on internet and this guy is working like a workhorse. He's yeah. continued to work through the years. And I just think that like for something like this and no offense to Sage Stallone, you know, rest in peace. I mean, I think in Rocky Five he did a, as good a job as he could do with that character. Like he was, True. he was fine. Like I, I have no disparaging comments on Sage Stallone's talent or anything, but I think for this sort of thing, Rocky Balboa, I mean, that's, that's the thing is like, you needed good actors, you know what I mean? And who knows what place like Sage Stallone was in, whether he wanted to be involved or whether his ability was, but I mean, Milo Vent, you know, last name, I'm not, I'm not going to massacre it. Um, I'm sure there's young ladies who know it much better than I do because he's a, also a very handsome young man. Uh, I call him young man. He's probably he's like probably closer to our age now. But um, either way, uh, yeah, I mean, he's really good in it. And so I think in this, this is a movie where it's like there's talking and there's scene work and, you know, there's emotional depths that must be applied into and, and I just think that you probably, he just probably thought like, I should get like an actor. Like, you know what I mean? Somebody who's yeah. like a, a real actor as opposed to, you know, uh, following his heart like he did in Rocky Five. And, you know, Rocky Five wasn't very successful. Not not because of Sage Stallone being in it, but just other reasons. But who knows? Maybe he just thought, let me start fresh. But um, the one thing I wanted to say about Sylvester Stallone too is like man this guy is smart because like mm -hmm. he like i'm thinking i've never seen the expendables i've never watched one of them but like he sees what's coming or he sees what's happening in the business and he's like okay this is the way i gotta go like he like the expendables he sees the birth of like franchise like marvel and harry potter and stuff like that and he's like I'm going to create my own franchise and I'm going to use it by using like the old actors. You know what I mean? Like, and I feel like with Rocky Balboa, he saw an opportunity to get back to, like you said, the roots of what Rocky was, which was an indie film, right? That nobody cared about. Nobody yeah. knew anything about. Yeah. And 
the great thing about Rocky Balboa is, and anything that I've heard or read about it, is that nobody wanted to make this movie. Like, everyone was like, no. Like, you know, it took him years to get it made, you know, and, and he, and, you know, he saw where filmmaking was going in the nine, late nine, mid to late nineties, you know, early two thousands, where what was being valued was more, you know, character driven stuff, uh, you know, and, uh, he went with it and, and he's just so smart in like reinventing him stuff. Like that's the thing about Stallone. He'll, he'll have bombs, you know, he'll come out with a couple of terrible movies, terrible movies. And then, you know, there's one that, that hits or there's one that he makes. And it is very much indicative of like what is going on in the business at the time, I think. Right. I I would, I would agree with that to a certain extent. I think, you know, he goes back to his wells of, of popular films like Rambo, right? Robbie and Rambo, the two, his two biggest hits, sure, his two biggest absolutely. characters. Yeah, so yeah. he's always going to go back to those when he's when he's in a in a slump in a way. I mean, granted, like I said, I mean, you know, before Rocky uh, Balboa, you know, he did Copland, and every you know, and everyone thought again that this was going to be a reinvention of Stallone. He's going to be doing more dramatic stuff. Yeah, and it didn't really go down that road. I don't know if it was because of his own insecurities about that or or, or what. I mean, he I love Copland. I think yeah. Copland's a fantastic film, and I think I have to he watch was it again. on he was on the right track with that, but, uh, and, but for some reason he just detoured and did all these other weird kind of, I don't know if they're, I can't say they're weird. They're just, they're just not, they they didn't feel, they didn't connect with me in, in a way. Sure. Well, I also think that like Copland may have offered him an opportunity to get back into, I mean, I don't think he ever left the spotlight. Right. But I think that, you know, Copland was like, oh, people took him seriously as an actor and he gets afforded opportunities or whatever. And he probably was just grabbing at, you know, whatever came down his came his way and probably what came his way were like, you know, I'm, I'm looking at what you were looking at, like get Carter, you know what I mean? And driven and avenging Angela, like the sort of thing that he was known for. So he kind of like Spy Kids 3 you know, he kind of backslides a bit, right? Yeah. And I, you know, I mean the spy kid stuff, I mean, you know, that's just him having fun. So I don't, I don't, I never, I never, uh, you know, downplay anybody for that, but yeah, the other stuff like, you know, remaking get Carter, which I mean, again, kind of fit him in a way, but it just, there was something that people were excited about seeing after Copland and it just didn't, yeah, didn't work. It just, it didn't, it didn't come to fruition. And then he decided, you know what? I'm going to do Rocky again. And he went and found that, that hook yeah. that he felt was going to work with Rocky. That was going to work with the audience, the whole, you know, the last, the last grasp for an aging boxer, you know, we, and, and it really watching it now. And I'm not sure how you feel about it, at, at our age, you know, even though we're not the same age as Rocky in the film, but that whole idea of like that last, trying to like, you know, find that last gas, you know, get that last bit of energy, get that thing in the basement, as he said, yeah, pulling it out. You know, it really, it really hit home. It really resonated the idea of losing family and, and, you know, and, and, and having to deal with everything, you know, now as an older person, especially someone who's, who was at the top and now is, has fallen from grace in a way. Uh, You know, not that I, I have not achieved grace in order to fall from it. Yeah. But, <laughs> Neither but, have I. 
but but at the same time, you know, we all look back and kind of kind of have you know those what ifs and things like that, and 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 you know, here's Rocky wanting to just try one last time, see, you know, do I still have it? Do I still got it? And and it really inspired me on this one. Yeah, yeah, I think that like there is there's a lot of like really great stuff in this and and i again i watched it last night for the first time in forever like i have all these on blu-ray first of all like netflix what is going on with you because you have the sly documentary which is very interesting and good and whatever um but you got rid of all the rocky movies <laughs> and I was just like, you know, I was just cruising Netflix and like, oh yeah, this is, you know, they're all on here. And Rocky Balboa was not on Netflix. And I'm like, what the fuck? So whatever, I have them all on Blu-ray because I love these movies and stuff. But, you know, what the hell, Netflix? It's so confusing, the streaming stuff. Again, I'm going to complain well, about it again. But I'm sure well, they went like, back to Amazon Prime or something, you know. Yeah, well, yeah, they're actually on HBO Max. Um, ah, or Max, gotcha. I should say. Yes, that's uh, and it's just like it's like uh, Paramount. Like Paramount lost or did, doesn't have any of the Star Trek movies. Yeah, on, uh, <laughs> which is the only know, thing like, that people are tuning in for Paramount. I think. Yeah, it was weird yeah. that uh, that they no longer they're not streaming the, the the Star Trek movies. They're all on. Yeah, streaming is really odd. That's and, so and, weird, man. And it's getting just weirder and discs. weirder. Yeah. Yeah, just physical media all the way. Yeah, I mean, and I know media. there are people going to be like, if you can afford it, I get it. But at the same time. You know, no one's asking you to build a, a you know, a, a, a giant collection. Yeah. Just, you know, get, yeah. your, get your favorites and hold them, hold them tight because yeah. you don't know if they're ever going to be around in the next 10 years or so. Yeah. 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 I mean, uh, but, you know, it's sort of like getting back to the movie because I could mm -hmm. trash streaming all day long these days. I could do it all day long. Um, I really like it, it's it's interesting because, I mean, you know, we start this movie and it's very much like Rocky and he's in an interesting place in where he's missing Adrian. It's the anniversary of her passing. Paulie's mm -hmm. still a p piece of human shit. Um, Jesus Christ, Paulie! Like, like. Oh, it's... I was hoping. I was waiting to see when you were going to bring up Paulie because I was uh, like, I've got words about Paulie. Well, you know, what's very interesting is you know we're watching you know because uh, apparently on the an you know on the anniversary of Adrian's death, he goes and he visits her grave. Not that's not the only time, but he goes and his son can't be bothered to come and visit the grave, you know, take time off of work. And Paulie's giving him a hard time for visiting the grave every year. And like, why are we doing this? But the one scene that really stood out to my daughter while well, she was she wasn't going to watch it with me. And I fired up the movie and she was saying, and then she just kept watching. She was just like sat and was like, oh, and that one moment where Paulie's like, this is good for you, but it's not good for me. Like I, you treated her great. Like you guys had great memories, but I treated yeah. her terrible. Like this is hard for me, like going back yep. to visit. And yep. it's funny because my 16 now almost 17 year old daughter turned to me and she's like, that was a good piece of writing. Like she was like, that was really good. And I was like, you know what? You're right. Like it was interesting to see the, in that one bit of dialogue, to see like the differences between Rocky and Polly and just how different they are, not only as characters, but just like human beings, right? Like just totally different characters, right? Well, yeah, I, it was the first time, at least if, if memory, if memory comes, uh, comes to pass in my head, it's the first time that Polly actually acknowledged that he, he did something like wrong with her. Yeah. Yeah. Like, 
or, or at least, well, well, let me put it this way. It's the first time we've ever, I think we've ever heard him really acknowledge the issues he's, he, the issue he has within himself, which is why he's so angry. Yeah. But I mean, I don't, I don't, the other times he's been like a complete asshole, a complete piece of shit. I yeah. mean, there's just yeah. no doubt. And and honestly, I don't, I don't know where that comes from. We don't, I don't know if we really learn about where it comes from in the other films. I don't remember, but yeah. in here, at least he's like in that one line where he's like, you treated her good. I treated her badly. This is all, you know, you're going backwards, Rocky. You know, yeah. he doesn't want to be reminded in a way of her and it, you know, it's bad. He wants to hide you know, from it because he doesn't want to face up to the fact that he was a piece of shit. Like he, I yeah. guess he, every time he looks in the mirror, it's reminding himself of the fact that he was such a piece of shit to her. Yeah. But this is really the anniversary of her death. Like going to all the different places, the the, the pet shop, the bird, the tropical bird place, skating and rink. the skating yeah. rink and all that is just like, for him, it's a slap in the face. And, but it's still at the same time, he's still a piece of shit because it's hurting him, but it's, it's obviously, it's very emotional for Rocky yeah. and he has no, no consideration for that whatsoever. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I don't understand why Rocky still maintains this. The only time they get any sort of like decency out of him is when he's about to walk out for his fight. Yeah. 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 Really? Yeah. That's it. Yeah. 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 No, I mean, and it's interesting. Paulie has some interesting moments though, too, because oh, like yeah. when he gets laid off and he has that kind of oh. temper tantrum in the, in the restaurant and he storms out. And it's interesting because that scene does not go the way that you think it's going to yeah, go. Right. Exactly. It's huh? and it's so well done in that way, in that like Paulie is in the alley and he's got his paintings and whatever. And he turns around and he's like, yeah, like he acknowledges like, OK, yeah, you've got something left. And in a kind, you know, almost sweet way after having his little temper tantrum and it's. You know, you would think that that would escalate into a fight and Paulie would huff off or like say some mean things and stuff, but he doesn't. It's like he he makes kind of like a weird change in that alleyway and it's not redeeming his whole character, but there is a bit of a change in Paulie, I would say like midway through this film, right? I will say that I let me I want to take back what I said earlier about the only form of decency we saw was was that scene uh, before the fight when Rocky goes to him at his job and tells him that he's yeah. fighting. Yeah. It it it's weird because it it almost turns into a therapy session. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. All of a sudden Polly like said like, well tell me about this this anger. That, that's a fantastic scene. Yeah. You know, and I again didn't go where where I was where I was where I thought it would go initially with with Polly. I mean yeah. it's always something and he he's just he he Polly's there like like a therapist just Tell me about this stuff you've got going on in the business. Yeah. Talk to me about it. Like it's like okay, all right. This I like this. This is good. And then and then he gets canned, which I understand he's very angry. And and then it goes into the, to the restaurant, and he's just like, I got two watches. I got two watches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, both. You yeah. know, it's like like okay, why are you so angry? I, I don't know. I, I I Paulie is a very he is an interesting character, although for the most part, he is a piece of shit. He is a bitter man. I mean, there is a backstory there. Like, oh, yeah. he says something in the first movie, like, I couldn't get married because of you or something oh, like that. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he says it to yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll never forget that. And that is why, at times during this podcast, I have been a proponent of Pauly, the prequel series, now on <laughs> Amazon Prime or whatever the fuck, although I dropped my Amazon Prime account um, uh, because of commercials. Sorry, Amazon. I'm going to say it again and again. Um, but yeah, like uh, 
the the thing of this movie that that like to me just like really first of all i mean little marie we didn't talk about her like at all like geraldine hughes like like so this is a thing that i think you've mentioned on past episodes where we talked about well marie in the first movie and i swear to god when i saw this the first time i did not like in the theater I did not make the connection that that was Marie, like the the girl that he, I thought there was a romantic connection to her in this movie and watching it again last night, I was like, what the hell? Like, and maybe it's just because, you know, I've watched all these Rocky movies in the past, whatever year or so, but I was just like, oh, that's the little girl that he tells not to be a, you know, basically like, hey, don't go around, hang around with the boys. Wait, you, just, you just caught that... You just caught that on this viewing? Yes, I did not realize it. Like, I thought I must have, and I was like, how did I not catch that? And I must have, sitting in the theater, because I probably hadn't watched the first Rocky movie in whatever, years before going to see it, I I must have thought, like, oh, this was like a childhood friend that he walked home from school or something, and now they're kind of, like, reconnecting. And, you know, I just did not, I, rem- I, I remember there being a more solid sort of, like, romantic relationship and me just sitting there being like watching it last night like what the fuck was wrong with me like how did i not catch this like you know what i mean but it's such a good relationship right and this actress geraldine hughes who is apparently still working today and stuff and i feel like should have maybe had a larger career this is the funny thing with all these rocky movies i feel like all these actors should have been much bigger because she's great in it. Like, what are your thoughts on her as sort of like the Adrian kind of like fill in in a way? I, I really liked that they reconnected. I liked that they straddled the line on, but didn't really, I don't think it was so over. It was straddled. Like, you know, there's a possibility. Okay. She does. I thought it was a little weird that she gives Rocky the picture of, of, of Adrian. And then she kisses him on the lips like a few seconds later. I was like, okay. I mean, eh, I, I don't know if I, I don't know how, I don't know how appropriate that would. I, I feel a little odd myself because I'm like, you just gave him a picture of his deceased wife that he's so madly in love with, and then you kiss him, and you know. Um, I but just felt the, like that was like a warm, like. Yeah, it, I know. It, look, like I said, it straddles the line. It, it doesn't go in either direction. Like you could tell there's chemistry between those two. Yeah. You could tell that there's an attraction there, um, and I mean, uh, you know, we can. You can argue age difference or what have you. I mean, whatever. But I really did like her portrayal. Almost twenty years older than my mom, so okay. No, yeah, this wasn't two thousand six. Obviously, this was the seventies. But yeah, sixties and seventies. But yeah, yeah. I know things are different now. I know. Don't at me. I don't. No, no, no. I I get. I just. But at the same time, I do think she did a great job. But you know, that's not the same actress, right, from the original film. No, no. Oh, of course not. No, it's but actually, it's funny. The original actress was in Rocky Five. Oh, really? She's in a deleted scene. She oh, was, and the character, same character, but she was homeless. Oh no! Yeah, I totally but that's, will have to check that out. That's in the, that, but that's in a deleted scene. But yeah, but uh, I don't know why. Again, not sure why they brought back, why they didn't bring her back. I don't know. Maybe, but um, I think Geraldine Hughes is, was fantastic in the role. Uh, you know, she had that nice combination of of kind of you know rough street but still very feminine still very caring still very nurturing warm uh, yeah warm very warm very warm uh you know and and i love i love the, the the scene when rocky's asking her to work at the restaurant i oh, love yeah. that scene 
fantastic, you know, and, and just how hesitant she is, but yet she's drawn in, you know, and the whole, the whole her whole portrayal in the film is very sweet. She she is the Adrian of that yeah. movie, even yeah. though she's not playing Adrian. She's she's the Adrian. She's she's very uh, supportive, you know. And you know, Rocky looks to her for advice about the boxing thing, and fighters got to fight. Yeah, and she, you know, and and you can almost hear, uh, you know, Adrian's voice saying that. So it, you know, she did a, a fantastic job, and yeah, she should definitely be working and doing a lot more. Yeah, I mean, I think I mean she's been on Broadway. She's done theater. I looked her up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, beautiful eyes, just gorgeous eyes. Like, oh, I was yeah. Just like, oh, yeah. oh, my God. But I mean, I I love the scene where they meet in the bar because I love. Oh, yeah. She looks worn down. You know, she mm -hmm. looks like, oh, you know, life has not been like the greatest or whatever. And, you know, yeah. Rocky comes into that bar because he's going through the neighborhood, like be feeling nostalgic and stuff. And just a little bit of her like, I'm sorry, I heard about your wife. I just wanted yep. to, you know what I mean? It's just so sweet and it's just, and it's, it's really great. And, and I feel like her sort of performance or aura or whatever it is during the movie, it's so real too, because it's like, what does this guy want? Like, what is he, I mean, she even says it at one point, like, what are we, you know what I mean? And, and even Rocky says, you know, at one point, he's like, you know, Adrian's dead, but she's not dead. Like, you know what I mean? He's, he's assuring her that he's not after her romantically right like he says yeah. a line where he says adrian's dead and it's just part of the a lot of this is very much like go again you're sort of like going back to the basics and where it's like he needs he doesn't need a romantic interest but he needs a female like something you know what i mean he needs yeah. Yeah. something to sort of like okay revisit that sweetness that he had with adrian in the first movie where he's kind of pulling her out of her shell, trying yep. to help her, trying to woo her. And this is kind of like a different sort of wooing where it's just like, I just need a friend. You know what I mean? Like I yep. need, I need family. I need, I don't have family anymore. And it looks like you need family. We could be family together. And I also think that that is like very much like, uh, you know, how, as we get older, we sort of choose our own family or we choose our own people that we're going to, you know, I also loved like the hostess of the restaurant. Like there's all oh, yeah. these like little bits in there where I was just like, she's great. Like I, I didn't look up that actress, but I mean, she is enough of a presence in it. And then the guy that plays spider, like, do you know any background on that? Because I didn't have a chance to look it up. Like all who I is know the is, spider guy? Like, all I know is that he was in the first movie. Okay. 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 So he's the same actor who played, who or the same boxer who played uh spider in the first. Okay. Movie. Well, either that, way, like so much of this is like how you sort of have breaks in your, your real genetic or whatever family yep. and start to build your, you know, your own family, because that's what you kind of need as you go through life. You need people, right? Like, yeah. And so I, I just felt like it was again, so smart of Stallone to just like go, okay, like as much as like, like, like when he visits Adrian in the cemetery, my daughter goes, wow, Rocky five must've sucked. <laughs> Cause she's not <laughs> seeing Rocky. She's like, Adrian's dead. And I was like, well, you didn't see Rocky five, but she, you know, that didn't happen in Rocky five. But I mean, it's really smart of him to sort of in a way, as much as it sucks to lose Adrian, go back. Yeah. And, and not only is Geraldine Hughes's performance great, but you know, the direction is great too, because 
for all of a for all of um you know Adrian's like presence, she is also very like in his face, like loud and like you know it's yeah. it's yep. Italian. You know she's she's very like Rocky. You got to do this right. And Geraldine Hughes is not like that. It's very different. It's much more subtle and it's and it's much more calm. And it, but it's coming from the same place. And I feel like this whole thing is like a different sort of Rocky than any of the movies except for the first one have been where it's like everything is very subdued. Everything is very coming from a real place and everything is, is, you know, scene work back and forth talking. People are talking, you know what I mean? Which is the thing that I've said almost from the beginning, at least Rocky one and maybe even Rocky two and parts of three where it, it's a boxing movie, but it's not really a boxing movie, right? Yeah, I, that's I, w- I was about to say that. Yeah, that, you know, the boxing is sort of secondary is secondary to the actual character stories, like the first film. Yeah, you know, and and this isn't about for Rocky again. It's not about winning or losing. It's about being able to go the distance, being yeah. able to finish it off. Yeah, and and that's the beauty of of this film is that it's not about winning or losing. It's like it, like he says, you know, it's not about how hard you hit it's about how hard you get hit yeah. and then move forward yeah and that's what both films rocky and rocky balboa to me are all about it's about you know getting your ass handed to you but picking yourself back up wiping the blood off and still going screw you i'm gonna keep moving forward yeah yeah and i and i think that's a great message and i really and i love the yeah everybody in the film uh was fantastic I mean, I think at the top of their game. For, I mean, and yeah. it's kind of funny saying that because you're looking at, you know, Stallone, uh, Tony Burton, who played Duke, yeah, the trainer, and and uh, 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 call it, and um, Burt Young are the only actors back from the. I mean, in terms of like full blown back yeah. from the original film. Yeah, yeah. These characters continuously. Yeah, and they know their characters, but they just it just feels for all these guys being older or as old as they are in the film, it feels so fresh. Yeah. It's still, is there something new that they're pulling out? Even, yeah. even like I said, even for Tony Burton, who's all, but when he says, you know, let's build us some hurting bombs. You're yeah. like, Oh, the way he delivers it. I'm like, yeah, yeah you've got to hit him so go hard. With- it's going to go back to his ancestors. Like that is, exactly. that is a great line. That whole build up to the montage. Cause you know, it's coming. And then obviously <laughs> yeah. there's a montage, but it's so by the time you get to it. And again, it is very structurally, like the first Rocky movie, because in the first Rocky movie, they don't have a montage really up until the end and even Rocky too. Right. Like it's really, it is very structurally. Yeah. I mean, we got to get to the fight aspect of this because I mean, there is, well, I want to, I want to say one thing though. I want to say I am the one thing I am so happy that they did not bring back was the brain damage. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, they don't even address it really. Right? No, they don't, as I'm saying they don't even talk about it. It's not yeah. even brought up at all. Yeah. Not even during the, uh, when Rocky's getting his license Do any other guys go, well, you know, you have this diagnosis. Yeah. They never even, they said, you you're, you got a clean bill of health. You're great. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that is true. That is true. And I mean, I would have preferred, I mean, I thought we talked about it in Rocky five that at some point somebody says like, 
oh, they made a mistake in one of the movies, like in your diagnosis in Rocky Five or something. Obviously, they don't say like, but I, I thought like, and I was expecting that in this movie, or maybe they do they say it towards the end of Rocky Five. I can't remember, but or maybe in one of the Creed movies, somebody says like, oh, they misdiagnosed you or something like that. Yeah, but that's a Creed film. That's years later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, obviously, obviously. But I mean, it exists in the canon. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Well, yeah, it does. Well, it's funny because so I I found this quote from from Stallone uh, about the brain damage aspect in, in Rocky five. And he goes, when Rocky was diagnosed with brain damage, it must be noted that many athletes have a form of brain damage, including football players, soccer players and other individuals in, in contact sports such as rugby, et cetera. Yeah. Rocky never went in for a second opinion and yielded to his wife's wishes to stop. Uh, so with the advent of new research techniques into brain damage, Rocky was found to be normal among fighters, and he was suffering the results of a severe concussion. By today's standards, Rocky Balboa would be given a clean bill of health for fighters. Yeah, I don't know if that's a good thing, but either way, <laughs> no, I mean, that's I mean, it's a great explanation. It's um, a great explanation. But again, and, and that's the thing, though, but that's the beauty of this film, I think, is that I didn't even think about the brain. I'm re even remembering when I saw it in the in the theater, I didn't think about the brain damage back to way after. Like well, it never, it was like it, 16 years later, you know, I don't think, yeah, yeah. but a lot of people are going to, there are, did I didn't you watch revisit the, Rocky five before yeah. you saw this. In the oh yeah. I don't think I did. I, I didn't even, like, I don't need to I, see that. I, I watched it and then I, it didn't even dawn on me until like later. I'm like, Oh yeah, they never, they never brought up the brain damage stuff. And it didn't matter. Like it, it yeah. was such a, such a, central part of the story for Rocky yeah. and it was good that they didn't do it. I mean, yeah, we know that, that, but Rocky has had, you know, so many like obstacles in front of him. Yeah. And I, I just didn't feel like this was something that needed to be put there, even though it's, it is a true aspect. I know there are boxers who suffer yeah. issues, but, but at the same time, it was like, it's a movie. I just give me at least something positive. You could have just had a, a line about misdiagnosis, like somebody on the, on the thing said like, yeah, clean bill of health. You must've been my misdiagnosed or something. That would have been fine. Like a throw. I would have just been like, I, I would have just fine. been satisfied with, you know, you know, Adrian told me not I had a brain damage. So I said, so I stopped. Don't blame Adrian. So I blame, Nobody I blame, blame Adrian. Adrian, Adrian is blame without Adrian. fault. <laughs> do not blame Adrian. Uh, <laughs> I no, blame but I mean, I do want to say about that, that, that sequence where he tries to get his license back. I thought that was great too. I thought like, oh, yeah. it's the rare instance where you see Rocky kind of get mad. You know what I mean? And it's mostly oh, yeah. because like, you're telling me I can't do something and I want to do it. And you know, which leads into kind of like the thing that I want to talk about, which is the whole why the fight? But the first thing that I have to say before I forget is, can we talk about how ridiculous it is to name a black boxer Mason Dixon? Like, I'm just like, we were watching this and they said his name in the movie and my daughter went, what? She like looked up and was like, whoa. And I was like, yeah, that's that's bad. Like, we're really like, we're going to call an African-American actor Mason Dixon. Like, it's just... It's not good. It doesn't hold up. Like it's like it's like it just shows you how things have changed in the world. Like since uh, two thousand, even two thousand six, almost twenty years ago, right? Like this movie's almost twenty years old. I, I when as soon as they said his name was yep. Mason Dixon, which I had forgotten, I was we were both like grimace face, grimace face. It was not good. It's that's bad. funny because I because I mean I've had a few friends and I myself I kind of think the name was kind of cool. Oh. Facing the line, Dixon. I was like, "It's oh. the South. It has to." Deal I understand with, it, like, but that's 
I understand that, but that's somebody who is taking taking that name, taking that name, making it his own, Uh, and then and then not necessary. I don't think. Well, I I mean I don't know. I I didn't. I okay. I'm a white guy. I and I'm not gonna go with the whole black thing. I mean, I guess I have friends. (laughs) I I have friends who have who never brought it up, never thought about it. Yeah. You know. Well, I I can tell you that that. Not a, I kind of winced when I first saw it, and my my teenager could not let it go for like the first five to ten minutes after after the reveal. She was like, "Really?" I, and, really? and your daughter is incredibly intelligent. I get it. I just I think sometimes <laughs> yeah. I think sometimes people react to things that are. Uh, I get it, but I don't know if that it's that big of a deal. I think it's kind of a big deal, but it's not like he was walking around with the stars and bars on his on his uh, outfit. Yeah, like, that would have been know, even better. Still, that would have been even worse. But I don't know. I, I I don't know if I would have cheered or would have been like cringing. But I that would have been like interesting to uh, see him walking around with the rebel flag on uh, his bro. <laughs> it's bad enough. Yeah. Bad enough. Mason Dixon is not a good line. They should have thought thought that. I I and and. I don't even know, like, if they had maybe explained it, like, obviously that's not his real name. <laughs> like, you know, maybe if they had been like, like what you said, like, I'm, I'm recapturing. Like, I, I guess it's not necessary, but it definitely is he the wins. is he the worst Rocky boxer name for you? I think so. I think okay. so. I think I think it's the worst. Yeah, I mean, it's really bad. It's definitely the weakest. I'll say that much. Yeah, I mean, yeah. although no, you know what? No, Tommy the Machine Gun. Yeah, that's pretty. No, that's- Machine Gun is. It's kind of mobster. It's yeah, kind of mobster. But it's, it, but it's it's so I don't know. It just feels it feels I will very say that this is the most cringy one. Let's just put okay. it that way. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's the most cringy one. And nothing, I, I I do have to say, like, nothing disparaging about the actor who plays him. Oh, he's a I, boxer. He's not an actor. He's a real boxer, right? Yeah, he's a real he boxer. He didn't seem to be like in as great shape. As Rocky himself, I mean, you know, I'm not going to mess with him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, he was a little out of shape. I don't he know. Wasn't I think I could take shredded him. like a lot of the other opponents. It's something that that we both noticed while watching it. I was like, this dude should be at least like when Stallone steps into the ring. You know that boy is ripped, like for his age, like even even for my age, for your for your for anybody's age, like Stallone is shredded, and oh, yeah. you know. Mason the line Dixon is a little bit like he's not shredded, you know, and he doesn't he's not big and bulky. So like he wasn't like physically intimidating to me. To me, the only thing that he really had on his side was I mean, look, nothing against Antonio Tarver, who is the actor that played him, but he doesn't have the presence of Apollo Creed or Mr. T or Ivan Drago. Like like at no point except for the fact that that he is much younger than Rocky. And I don't feel that somebody of Rocky Balboa's age should be stepping into a ring. Like forget the, the incredulity of like the whole concept of everything. But Antonio Tarr is not an intimidating presence. Like he does fine. He's fine. But there's no like killer thing that I get off of him. And am am I right in that? Or I I would agree. I think he's the, the weakest of the boxing opponents i don't want to say because yeah. to me the only true villain in the rocky series has been clubber lang yeah or drago i, th- I think Dra- Drago's well a villain. i think i don't think Dra- he I killed think creed is a- he's a villain yeah well and he's a stinking I I, commie <laughs> very very true he, Ru- that that damn ruski that um yeah he but i think i'll I, I, this may be a hot take i don't know but i think him and uh uh 
the sun uh, steps. Unfortunately, I think they lack a, any sure. sort of like dramatic imprint in the film. Absolutely. Um, Although that scene I, with steps in the pound, that was cute. I, I that liked was very it. cute. I, I did like that. I, and I'm not. I'm not taking away the performance. Home. Yeah, Punchy was cute. Punchy was cute. He was not I, ugly. I, I know every 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 time when Paulie's like, "What an ugly dog!" Yeah, I know. I was Everyone like, was like, calling really? it ugly. I was like, "He's a cute dog. Just take him home." Yeah, 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 yeah. But I but I think there was there's something lacking. I, I you know, and I I think Mason Mason Dixon, while I think it was trying to be a little more realistic, not too cartoonish. Yeah. And so you know, he played it very subdued. Agreed. Some people may argue it is flat, but yeah, you know. And I think also I, I thought there was going to be something, at least when I first saw the film, and even even this viewing, I kind of forgot. I thought there was going to be some sort of tension because it felt like there might be a little tension between Steps and Rocky Jr. Yeah, yeah, Robert. Yeah, and especially I'm glad that scene they didn't where they go that route though. I, I'm kind of glad, but at the same time, it would have been nice to kind of have a little bit of something like pull something because he just he just felt just there, like there was nothing yeah. really. Yeah. Interesting. Like he was a part of Rocky's team, which I thought was great. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, why? Yeah. Like you get his son, you get Tony, you get uh, Paulie. I don't. I guess steps because he's just like, well, he's little little Maggie's you know kid. I want to put him in there, but yeah. he didn't really add anything. There was something very bland about him, and that's the thing. That's the thing. Both of the characters were pretty bland. Yeah. Which I think is the only weakness of the movie is you have, especially your main boxing opponent. You know, it's kind of bland. There's nothing yeah. really interesting about him. Yeah, yeah. Well, I feel like the stuff with Steps, right, and and Rocky Balboa Jr. They already explored that in Five, right, where it's like, oh, Tommy Gunn. You know, you're focusing all this attention on Tommy Gunn. So who kind of like really wants to revisit that and stuff? And I also feel you're right. feel like the Steps stuff is another thing of like rebuilding my own family. Like, like no offense, um, for for the shithead that that Paulie is Rocky Balboa Jr. is a little bit of a shithead too. Like you can't even go visit your mom's grave on the anniversary of her death. Like, yeah. fuck that. Like, no, yeah. no Rocky, you're, you know, Robert Balboa Jr. Like, fuck that. No, that is bullshit. That is, I call bullshit and is very thoughtless. And if you are a person out there who does not visit your parents' grave on the anniversary of their death, do not be, do not talk to me because that's bullshit. <laughs> like you should be visiting your mother's grave, especially if your dad is going like, give me a break. Forget about any issues that you have. I mean, he redeems himself and all that stuff. And, and can we talk about that speech in the alleyway too, that he gives oh, yeah. his son. Yep. Chef's kiss. Mwah. Chef's yep. kiss. Not just written, not just writing, but acting as well. Just, just beautiful. Like, like great stuff. Great stuff there. I mean, really, really like you're blaming everybody else. Like, you know, and you're stepping, like, it's just great. Like, like, and, and again, this is in my opinion, not only Stallone's skill as an actor, but as a director pulling that off. Cause in other hands, that could be really, really cheesy. And he, he pulls it off. Right. Like, I think he oh, does a great, great job. He does a fantastic job in, yeah. in that, in that scene. It's yeah. just, it's so emotional and he, he's, all his frustration just some comes out in, in that whole speech. And yeah. when he starts out really quiet and very simple, he's like, when I, you know, I he opened his hand, he's like, you know, I held you in this hand. I said, this is going to be a good kid. And, and then he just explodes uh. into the whole thing about, you know, you don't let, you know, you're complaining about this person, that person holding you back, but the person holding you back is yourself and all this. Yeah. I mean, and again, like 
I'm watching this. And I feel like he's talking directly to me. Yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm starting to get like, yeah, you know, I what's holding me back is me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it, there's two interesting takes, right? Like, I also very much like Rocky Junior's speech as well, which is like yeah. I've you know mm -hmm. anything I've tried to do, which you know legit complaint. Like you can see yeah. both sides, but it's great how Stallone kind of just like knocks it down. And I mean, if you've seen that Sly documentary, that's a lot of his message too, which is just like you got to keep going. You've got to keep no matter what, you've just got to keep moving through life. And, and it's not supposed to be easy like that. That is one of the things that I just loved about that speech where he's just like, it's hard. Like life is hard and people are going to knock you down until you're like on your knees and you have to keep like, like that stuff is so like, I mean, it's true. I mean, there's, there's a relative truthness to it. Right. And it's just, and he does it, he does it so well because He's playing Balboa and, you know, Balboa is not verbose or like, like, you know, he does the stuttering and the stopping and, the, you know, when he's talking, it all comes out very naturally. And, and I have to say, like, really, really great. But um, like, I just love that scene. We were both like, I, I mean, me and my daughter, we were both like sitting there like, wow, like great job. You know what I mean? It's the yeah. sort of splash of cold water in the face that his son needed. Right. And that's kind of what makes him wake up and kind of come around, you know, to, to being in his quote unquote corner, you know, in the ring when it's time to train. I mean, but we got to talk about the fight because one of the things that like the, the one, I wouldn't say flaw, but the one thing that, that I feel like is kind of lacking in this is the need for the fight. You know what I'm saying? Like I get mm -hmm. like Rocky feeling nostalgic and feeling like, maybe like midlife crisis or whatever and that sort of thing. But like, there's no, like in other, in, in the other films for the most part, like there is a need for him to go out and fight. Right. Like I have to do this in this. I didn't, that's the only thing with me where I'm feeling like, I don't feel like they, he's in a corner, you know, at any point, like, like it would have been interesting and this is bad writing. I'm, I know it, but like, maybe he's going to lose the restaurant or maybe he's going to, you know what I mean? And everyone's depending on him. And maybe that was in the screenplay at one point, but like, to me, it's like, I really felt like, okay, um, there was no real, except for his ego, which, you know, his son has a point, like, except for the need to keep wanting to do it. Uh, there's no real reason for him to really get back in that ring. Right. I, I, I'm going to kind of disagree with you on that. I don't think you need a huge, like he's going to lose the restaurant or any sort of major. I think for Rocky, it's always been about again, his battle within himself. And yeah, and but I, there's and, always been a thing, right? Like with the first, in the first one, it's like money and, you know, my shot, right? Like you don't yeah. get this opportunity. You know what I mean? And uh, anyway, go on. I'm sorry to interrupt. No, no, it's okay. But I, I don't, I think for this film and again, for me, at least it, it was the idea of, can I still do this? Can I still keep going? Can I still move forward no matter how hard I get hit? Yeah. And then, and then the opportunity arises where he's able to jump ahead to, from everybody. And, you know, he wanted to do these smaller fights. And then he gets the opportunity to battle the world champion on a grand stage. Yeah. And and for charity, I think the charity thing is the part of the thing that kind of gets Yeah, him. that helps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And 
And I, I, I don't, I, I have a problem with him going, okay, yeah, let's, let's do this. Granted, I, you know, the, the last from three on the fights have always had a very dramatic buildup with the opponent in a way Yeah. here. Rocky doesn't really meet the champion until way after they agreed to the fight. Yeah. And then we get the first So there's no, I could see the argument that there's no buildup with, with the champion. There's no dramatic buildup. But at the same time, you know, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm looking, I just want to see Rocky come out on top. Yeah. And, and or at the very least achieve a goal that he's been wanting to achieve. Can he still go? So for me, the, the reasons behind it, anything other than that, I, I personally think would have kind of drowned out that. I think it would have, uh, it, it, it would have been a little, to me, a little cheesy well, if it I, added I like restaurants. I, I, don't, I don't necessarily disagree with you, which is why I said it was kind of bad writing. But I feel like the one thing that Stallone has done in these movies really well um, is to bring that Rocky character low. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. then you rise to the top at the end. It's a really good yeah. arc that he really, like Rocky 2, Rocky 3, Rocky 4, not so much Rocky 5, in my opinion, but the the ones that really, like, the ones that got everybody's blood pumping, like, you know, out in your seat. I mean, like, literally, we've had this conversation where I went to see Rocky 3 in the theater in Times Square with my mom. My mom is like standing up and down yelling, kill him, kill him. Like literally the whole audience <laughs> is going nuts. Like this is not something that I'm making up. Like this is a very distinct childhood memory of I have, like seeing a movie. And I, and I don't think that this is there in this movie. And But I also think it's why it works too, right? Because the whole thing is on an even keel, very mature and much more about dialogue and character and stuff like that. But there is a part of me that like, I feel like, yeah, like maybe, you know, he's just always been so good at that, like bringing Rocky down low. But it's, it is also the thing that I kept thinking like while watching this was that I guarantee you that, that the people who worked on that last Indiana Jones movie used this as a kind of template because except for the fact that, I feel that Rocky in this movie is not as low as Indy in 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 the the latest Indiana Jones because that that is one of the things I liked about this Rocky movie is that he's not famous like it's interesting because uh again my daughter had not seen Rocky 5 and so you know he's in the house and he goes out to do pull-ups and she's like wait a minute wait wait what's going on he's in poverty again and I was like well, he's not in poverty. He's got a house, you know, and he's got a business. You know what I mean? But yeah. I feel like, like they had she seen the other Rocky movies? She'd not seen five. Not seen oh, five. She'd but the other one four. she has seen. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. So in all those movies, like he's become rich, and you know, you know, and then the fifth one is when he loses all his money, right? So, uh, but I, the thing that I really appreciated about the beginning of this is that he is back to sort of like his everyman status. He's working a job. He's got a restaurant, but he's not like thrown in the gutter and lost all hope. You know what I'm saying? Like he's yeah. sad, but, and that, that was one of the flaws that I feel like that, that was part of the, the latest indie movie where it's like, really? Indy doesn't give a shit about the moon landing. Like what archeologist is not going to care about one of the greatest moments in 
human. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I just, I felt like at least in the, in this movie and rewatching it again, I was like, okay, like he's fine. You know what I mean? He's not in the place where he was in the first movie where he's just like uh, an enforcer, doesn't have a lot of money, is living in a shitty apartment. You know what I'm saying? Ha- hasn't achieved anything. At least in this movie, it's like people respect him. They're like, hey, champ. You know what I mean? Asking for his autograph. And he's he settled into a nice life. So, I mean, I, I, I disagree with myself and agree with you that like the losing the restaurant and stuff would have been like, uh, you know, like really Rocky's not responsible at this point. Uh, so it's not needed, but it is sort of a like up and down thing that I felt like I, I, I felt you're looking for a stronger hook. I'm looking for a stronger hook. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah and not get getting it. hit by it, but, but I'm looking for a stronger hook. And then, um, you know, I, I have to say that, you know, the end fight was like really, really solid, really great. And again, it, it re sort of, again, it, it, it's a rethinking of like the original movie because he's not interested in winning. He's interested in going the distance. He's like, I just want to do this. You know what I mean? Um, and I, I, I have to say, I love that scene between Mason Dixon and him where Mason is like, if you mess with me, if you try and hurt me, if you, he's like, I'm willing to carry you. And, you know, and Rocky's like, well, you know, I didn't get in this to lose. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's such great stuff in there that builds up to that final fight. And I thought uh, we must talk again about Rocky's lack of technique because the only one that's saying cover your face or, or like is, (laughs) is his son. And we, we were literally sitting there watching the movie being like, it seems like his son is the because again Rocky just takes shots to the face again and again and again. I have to say, like, I don't think this is good technique. Like, I don't think this is good fighting technique to just take shots to the head again and again and again. And you're right to a point, but if you watch, because I actually went back and watched like old like '70s boxing, '60s boxing, Rocky Mars, they took headshots. But did they just like go yeah, into the some of, some of them did. My goodness. Because they had they had jaws of steel and that they had like a bad head. strategy. Oh yeah, it's not a smart strategy, <laughs> yes. but but uh, you know, for some of them it was like they were drawing them like, okay, I got my shot, I got my shot, and then they would just come in and just start Yeah. Well, flying, I know Ali but, just took a punishment. Like he was just like Muhammad Ali was just like, I gotta wear them down. You know yeah. what I mean? But it seems like sometimes like Balboa is just like leading with his face. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Just like leading into it. And it oh, looks yeah. really painful to me. I'm just like, oh my God. But uh, well, people have always, people have always argued about using boxing gloves because the gloves add weight and they add thickness and oh, it actually causes more damage in a way. Uh, so there's always been this discussion about whether boxing gloves should even be allowed anymore well, because they cause even more damage. I think they protect your hand as much. Well, that, that was a really neat to like twist in the talking about oh, protect. Yeah. Whereas, you know, Dixon kind of like hurts his hand on his hip by accident. And I was yep. like, Oh great. Cause that adds credence to the fact that, you know, Rocky can go because Dixon has been like, almost like, I mean, you hear, you hear the noise, like when he does it and it's just like, like when he, I don't know if he cracks his hand or like what he does, but it's it. Well, he broke his hand and they said, you know, when it goes numb, you let it fly. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And it's like, and I remember the first time I saw it, like, wow, I never thought of that. Like when your hand goes numb after that, you, yeah, just start throwing because you're not going to feel anything. It's terrible. It's terrible. It's a terrible sport, I have to say. It's a terrible sport. Um, but yeah, are you, not, are you not a fan of like 
full contact sports no. like like boxing, MMA, no. wrestling, no. things like that? No, I'm a lover, okay. not a fighter. Uh, although I did oh, say okay. on the last podcast that uh, last episode of the podcast, I did watch this um, uh, docu series called Wrestling on Netflix, and I, I enjoyed oh, yeah. it. Have you seen that yet? Yeah, the one uh, with the, uh, at Ohio Valley Wrestling. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, which I don't know anything about. I don't know. I'm not. It's funny because, like, my big joke is, like, I don't like sports, but I love sports documentaries. Like, because the sports oh, yeah. documentaries get to all the good stuff without me having to sit through the boring, oh, great, here's nine innings of whatever, or here's a full, you know, football game. Like, I, not a sports guy, not at all. Um, but I also think, like, beating the shit out of people it's not a good way to pass your time. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. If, 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 if you're interested, do you have Tubi? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Everyone can get Tubi, okay. right? It's free. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what that means, but okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everyone can get Tubi. Because some people, um, there's, um, uh, a docuseries called the wrestler, which is basically this guy goes and, um, each episode is about a different form of wrestling, whether it's oh. Lucha Libre, whether, whether it's, uh, Japanese wrestling, a oh. hardcore and all that. Um, so if you're interested, it's it's definitely a well done. It definitely it's I'll it's a well done out. documentary. Story. Yeah, it's it's really cool. I will check that out. I got nothing yeah. against Tubi because Tubi is free, oh. and I'm willing to watch the ads sometimes. Although I hate ads, unlike you, Amazon Prime, who are charging me extra to watch, even though I already paid you. <laughs> yeah, I yeah extra. I know. I yeah. Trust me. I mean, I, all this. Netflix is planning on doing that at some point. I know. Well, I know they have an ad tier, but oh, do they already? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I didn't know they. Which did. is fine. I mean, if I can, yeah, whatever. It's that Tom Petty lyric from uh, the last, the last DJ. It's like everything you used to get for free, now you're paying for everything you used to get. We're all suckers. We're all suckers, people. Well, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> like my thing is right now. It's like okay, if if you're gonna add ads to to a to a payment plan that I'm already doing, yeah, yeah, you're, yeah. You're, you're done. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But like with Netflix, I'm I think I'm paying a pretty high one because I have multiple screens. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm not getting hit with that yet. Yeah. I always yeah. say yet because I don't know. But yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I know the ads thing. It's just like okay, so you're basically going back to being cable television. Yeah. And which is, well, not even just yeah. I mean, you're making me pay to watch ads. That's ridiculous. Yeah. It's it's dumb. You know. That's why I respect Tubi. Respect. Yeah, mu much respect to Tubi. My, fa <laughs> my, my favorite, my favorite meme was a picture of the CEO of Tubi, and uh, it's him. Looks like he's at a store. He's got all these DVDs, and it's like the CEO at a secondhand store getting all the movies for T for Tubi. <laughs> That's awesome. Which That's is great. Great. That's great. Well, you, um, you what did you think about what did you think about the music? Bill Conti's score great. in this. Just great. Bringing everything back was fantastic, and it's all perfectly placed. I I mean. I, I, again, it's going back to the original and, you know, reminding us of like why we're there and like hits all the right emotional chords. Like I, I have to say, like, I loved it. Like I thought I, I just, yeah, everything about all that stuff was just fantastic. Like I was yeah. so happy to have it back. You know what I mean? Yep. No, yeah. I agree. I, I was very happy, especially during the fight scene. Although it's funny because, you know, knowing how the fight ends and knowing, you know, what happens, but still having the, the, I guess the, I think it was from Rocky three. He did. I don't know if he did. In, I can't remember if he did in Rocky two, uh, the music that builds up to when Rocky, you know, effectively beats Clubber Lang. And ah. he used that same music in this, in this boxing, which is great, but it's funny because, you know, at the end, Rocky, Rocky wins, but he doesn't win. Like yeah. he doesn't win. And that's fine. Yeah. 
I'm glad, you know, I'm, it would have been a little odd that I've always been very kind of back at, unless, I mean, obviously the boxing, it's different if the, if the guy wins, it wins. But um, I think in the film, it would have been a little odd if Rocky had like actually won the fight. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, him. agreed. Agreed. 100%. Um, yeah. But it was interesting to still have that music building up to where it feels like Rocky's going to like, I, even though, like I said, I know the ending. Yeah. I kept thinking like, is Rocky going to win this? Is yeah. he like going to actually, cause he was just coming back and, yeah, yeah. Um, and the music just helped build that up. And yeah, yeah. The, 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 especially even I will admit, and I've, I've, cause I've become an incredible old softy in my old age, uh, watching the end credits with everybody running up the stairs. Yeah. I've done that. And, and, hear, yeah. and hearing, and hearing the score and it just got to me. Yeah, absolutely. It got, it, well, he knows have you been, how to hit all the emotional chords. Yeah, yeah. Have you have you been to Philly? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I had okay, family so that up, used to live there, and I've run up those steps and seen the statue okay. and everything. I ran okay. up those steps, baby. You could not hold me back. I was like, "Are you kidding me? I am running <laughs> up those steps." Yeah, no. I mean, so I mean, it's interesting because that's part of one of the things I wanted to discuss about the final fight, particularly the ending of the fight. Right? Like, I mean, mm -hmm. that's the thing again. Is like I've said before, the whole thing is going the distance because nobody thinks this old guy is going to even you know, do any, I mean, you know, they do the sort of like, we haven't even talked about the video game sort of like aspect of it, like, which is, which is interesting. I, I remember watching the trailer before rewatching it and being like, oh, that seems dumb. But then it plays off really well, like in the movie, in the context of the movie, especially with everything that's happening right now with AI and, you know, all yeah. these, all these things that are coming up about computers, like it you know, you could see somebody doing that and, and it works really well, especially, I mean, I think around 2006 was probably, you know, PlayStation time where that was like becoming like really popular and big. So the video game aspect of like, oh, setting a, a, a fight, uh, you know, of two boxers against each other works really well uh, in setting up this fight. Um, but like, again, people are like, you know, and the whole thing is like, could Rocky take Mason in the, in their prime. Right. And, but that's yeah. a different thing from a 50 something year old man, you know, taking, uh, uh, what, however old Mason is, I'm assuming twenties, you know, late 20, mid to late twenties or something like that. You know, that is a very different thing. So the idea of the fight at the end is, you know, can he go the distance, which is the theme of the first movie. Can I go the distance? Like all I want, is to go the distance with Apollo. And there's some really great things that I noticed in the fight, right? Or at the end, at the very end, which is Geraldine Hughes runs out of the crowd, kind of like Adrian, but she, when she gets into the ring, she hugs her son first. And yeah. I was like, well done. Like, you know what I mean? There's none of that romantic because they don't really have a romantic relationship. And I, I just thought that was like really cool. And then she goes and congratulates Rocky. Um, I love the bit with uh, Rocky Jr., where yeah. they're at the end of the fight and he's like, you've done it. All you have to do is like, stay up. Like you've done it. Like, and Rocky's like, I didn't come here to just do it. You know what I mean? I, yeah. you know, but I love that bit because, um, Milo, what's his face. We won't massacre his last name again. Um, just, it was a really great bit of performing to me where he's like, you could see, like, he was like, I've been watching my dad get the crap kicked out of him for almost 10 rounds. Enough is enough. Like you proved it. Like you did the thing. And then I also love Burt Young, Paulie, like being like, this is the last round of your life. Like, this is it. We're done. Like even Paulie is like, stop, you know, because 
he there is a genuine concern for Rocky there. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, yeah, like it shows. And uh, it's good that Paulie kind of gets to go out on that note, although I still think we can agree that he's an awful human being in general. Um, but, uh, you know, rest in peace to Burt Young. Who passed last year was it right it was last yes, year i believe i believe yeah. yeah that last year he died yeah yeah, yeah. so um and then the very last thing when rocky's leaving the ring and all the the fans are like chanting for him and he turns around and he like waves you know that this is like supposed to be the last rocket like you know that well, stallone is like this is the end you know what well, i mean for at least he's, that he's character. leaving he He's leaving the ring before they even announce the winner. Yeah, that's like, true. To, that is like, true. Like he he's walking away. Anymore. Yeah, he, he's done. He's like, yeah. whether I win or lose, I I prove something to myself. He's, he told Paulie, you know, the beast has been let out. It's yeah. gone. Yeah. And well, he, he even and, says like, let's go, let's get out of here, right? Like at yeah, one well, point. I, yeah. I don't know if he's. I mean, I, I all you see. That, I don't know. I don't think that's important. It's just he just you see them walking out. Yeah. And I remember the first time I, I remember when I saw that scene last night, and I'm watching. I remember thinking in the front. I'm like. Wait, you're not even going to wait to find out if you won or lost. You're just walking away. Yeah. Like, and then watching it again, you know, it made sense. It's like, I, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I'm yeah, going to walk matter. away. Yeah. And, you know, you saw how, how, uh, um, Antonio Tarver reacted when they said it was a split decision. Yeah. Yeah. He you know, upset. and he, he got upset, you know, yeah. but he'll hopefully at some point maybe reach that point in the, the character, not yeah. the actual boxer. Um, but well, yeah, it didn't matter. And he walked and people are chanting his name and he, you know, and it's funny because I'm watching going, this is, this is Rocky, but it's Stallone. Yeah. It's like they're chanting oh, yeah. Rocky's name, but you know, he's turning around, you know, the Milo and Burt Young pull him back and, you know, he's waving to the crowd and, you know, they're all, you know, chanting Rocky's name. Yeah. But it's also Stallone as well. This is, sure. this is for Stallone. This Absolutely. is his last ride is hopefully God only knows, you know, with him. If Rocky's well, they're done. trying to make a prequel series or something, right? Which I've never understood, like why? Just make Paulie. <laughs> well, I mean, they wanted to do a. They're doing. We're, we're gonna. There's a prequel to the Omen coming out. I'm like, when he's a sperm. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Like, what what prequel are we talking about? Like, I saw. So. I although I will say I saw the trailer for it and the first Omen, and I I have to admit I'm intrigued, but I'm still very weary about a prequel to the omen so this is oh, i don't so know there's what's already gonna... a trailer for an omen prequel jesus christ yeah. i gotta yeah. look that up yeah. um the other thing the other quick thing i'd like to say about the fight too is i thought it was great how rocky at the end of the fight like says to mason like you're a champion you know yeah. thank you for that like it's just like it's so funny because rocky's always seen as this working class kind of like dumb guy but he's always the classiest guy in all these movies. Like he's always the most polite. He's always the most kind. He's always the most, again, I mean, as we kind of like wrap this series up, like it's so funny to me how Rocky, particularly during the eighties was this thing that brought about the rise of broism in a way, like dudes working out and, Oh, I got to be hard and I got to be strong. Yeah. Yeah. But the core of that character is the complete opposite of the male toxic male toxicity, right? He's kind, he cares, he's gentle, he fights because he has to, you know what I mean? Or because it's, well, but he's not like this bro, you know it, what I'm saying? It feels like a, a large portion, obviously not everybody, but a large portion of the Rocky fans, especially the later films, are the, the guy from the bar with the, with the, yeah. with the three women. Yes. Really, you know, hey, she's just trying yeah. to be nice to you, 
dumb. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, that, yeah. Oh, that yeah, creeper, that's and, and, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And that whole thing. And it's like, yeah, you know, it's like these people miss the point. Yeah. It's like it's not about the fighting. It's not about yeah. the, the working out. It's about being a decent person at the yeah. end of the day, you know, and, you know, overcoming all that. Like yeah. even when he was on top. Yeah. You know, you could still see that he was a, a decent guy. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like he needed to be taken down a notch. Yeah. You know, he just wanted to just be able to provide for his family and live a good life. And he did for a while until, yeah. you know, he lost it all for no reason, actually, yeah. because he could have just easily done commercials and he would have still been OK. But sure, they chose not to go down that road in Rocky. Yeah, well, They're we've like, talked about Rocky's finances in the past. Like, yes, <laughs> it doesn't make sense to me why he had to go broke. But I mean, that I mean, that is the thing. And that is the failure of like the Jean-Claude Van Damme's or like the the uh the uh what was steven seagal's and all that stuff and all the yeah. people that followed yeah. him even 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 uh uh arnold schwarzenegger's too although i think arnold schwarzenegger embraced it a bit more in some of his movies which is this uh like rocky was never about being hard or being rocky was about like the gentleness inside and trying to accomplish something and doing it as well as you could with kindness and with caring and, you know, and, and with the help of the people around me, you know, with the love of people around me helping me to do this. Right. And I think that to, like you said, there is, there is that underlying theme that so many people miss. And I think I've mentioned it before on this podcast, there was this documentary it used to be on Netflix. I can't remember exactly what it was called, but I want to say it was like harder, faster, stronger or something like that. And it was all about like the, the supplement industry and oh, the steroids and, and the rise like steroids, but yeah. also the rise of that. Again, I call it the broification of everything where it's just like, flex, everybody's got to be hard and strong. You're not a man unless you're. And the thing that the thing that these Rocky movies show is that being a man comes from, gentility and kindness and caring and and being open to to family and friends it's the exact opposite of of the thing that everything kind of took it and i just felt like yeah. that sort of thing needs to be reiterated again and again and again which makes me kind of talk about think, bigger fa bigger stronger faster yo oh bigger faster strong okay yeah 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 bigger, bigger stronger, stronger faster. Yeah, that, yeah i saw that documentary and that was fantastic because yeah, i yeah i i I recognize the brother who was a wrestler and, you know, cause he's a big wrestling fan and he wanted to get into wrestling and cause, but he was smaller. Yeah. The, the documentary is fantastic. Oh, it's a, it's a great documentary. And it is like the thing that we, I mean, I'll tell you, I started lifting weights in high school because I got bullied and, and, and it was all this and in grade school, actually uh, not grade school, excuse me, uh, middle school, you know, because I got bullied and pushed around and, you know, Stallone and, and, and I was never like that. I never looked like Stallone ever in my life, never shredded as much as that, you know, but I got, but it was part of it. It was the eighties. Right. And it's like, you got to make sure that you're strong and hard, but that's not what these movies are about. And, and it's funny because it makes me think that like, if you were ever to meet Sylvester Stallone or whatever, that he's probably like one of the kindest, nicest you know, at least that's what I get from like the soul of what Rocky is, you know, I mean, I'm sure there's people that like are like, you know, he's a prick or whatever, but I don't know, you know, I'm just saying something comes through and it's not 
just acting. You know what I'm saying? There's something there. And it's just something I just always have to reiterate about these movies is that what makes Rocky shine through is his kindness, his gentility, his sweetness. And, and that comes through in this movie a lot. Like it's, and it's a big reason of why I really like it. Absolutely. Like I, all I, of them. I, yeah. I mean, to varying degrees. I mean, there's, I don't think there's a, a, a film, a bad Rocky movie. There are definitely degrees of quality and story, but at the end of the day, I think all of them, uh, give, give something back, whether it's just simple entertainment or whether you are, you know, you really get emotionally involved in, in the character. Yeah. I mean, I think they all do something. So I don't think there's a bad Rocky movie. I just think there's just, there might be a one, maybe two that are weaker than, than the rest. But I think Rocky as far as I'm concerned, is kind of bad. <laughs> I, I don't, mean, I don't, I don't think I don't... it's bad. I think it's just, it's just a weak. I think it's a, you know, okay. Well, I, I, I mentioned before that I wanted to do a ranking, which I yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. I, I think your rankings are going to be pretty much the sequels to a certain degree. Like, Maybe. like Rocky, right? Okay. But, um, yeah, I don't think there's a, I don't think it's a, I don't think Rocky five is a bad movie. I think it's just, it's, I, I go back and forth between Rocky five and Rocky four. Cause you know, like I mentioned earlier before with Rocky four, I, I, I enjoy it to a certain degree, but it's more of a revenge movie and it has really nothing to do with Rocky overcoming himself. Yeah. It's, it's, it's more of him just, I got to get back at this guy who just killed my friend, my best yeah. friend. So I always, and Rocky five tries to kind of go back. I mean, they even brought back, uh, uh, John J. Abelson yeah, to Abelson. direct. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. you know, so, I mean, they, and it just, but it just didn't. So I always go back and forth. So, yeah. So, well, um, do the rankings, do your rankings, or do you want me okay. to do mine first? I, I want you to do yours first. Okay. So I think especially, and maybe because it is because I have watched this last night, but I'm going to go with Rocky, Rocky, right? I'm going to go okay. with Rocky Balboa as two. Okay. And then Rocky two, Rocky three, Rocky four, and then Rocky five is like on the bottom for me. I think, oh, okay. I think, I, I think that this one really jumped up top because it's about acting. It's about writing. And you could almost watch Rocky one and this movie like back to back and not have to see any of the, anything in between and be like, maybe you'd need to see Rocky two, I think, but you know where he becomes like the champ, you know what I mean? But I, I just think that Rocky and Rocky Balboa, he did a great job. They're perfect bookends. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. And for me, Rocky one is just, it's, it's such a good movie, not just because it's a seventies time capsule and the beginning of the way things were going to change in cinema. But I also just think it's just like, it takes its time. It builds up. It, it's really courageous in that. Like you're, you're not going to see a lot of movies that are made today particularly with like that are boxing set pieces that will take their time with the characters like the first Rocky does. And it's just, I just think it's, it's it. I mean, there's a reason that it's a milestone. You know what I mean? I, I completely agree. I completely understand uh, yeah. your ranking. I, I went a different route. So I decided I was going to rank the films based on uh, enjoyment, uh, enjoyment of watching it. Like that I would pull, Got this it. is a film. These, these are films I would pull out repeatedly to watch more than the others. Sure, Not sure. saying that there's any bad. So with that thought in mind, number one for me is Rocky three. Oh, wow. Really? I, 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 and Look, if you're going by quality, Rocky one is always going to win. There's no, there's never, there's no argument about it. Rocky's high level. It's great. It's, it's classic. It's beautiful. Uh, but Rocky three, in terms of being able to rewatch it continuously, um, 
the rewatchability of it is is, is there's a great uh, villain. There's a, it's an exciting story. It's got the 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 rocky angst that I really love. You know, I, I just the boxing match I think is one of my favorites of all of them. Yeah. Um, and I really enjoy that one. Uh, then uh, number number two would be uh, Rocky one. No, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hold on. Rocky Balboa is number two. Okay. Rocky Balboa. Rocky one is number three. Uh, Rocky two is uh, four. Uh, and then uh, this is, I know I'm going to switch today. It's going to be uh, Rocky four and Rocky five. Oh, Rocky five on the bottom for you. On, on the bottom of rewatchability because, you know, there's a lot of things in there that there are things in there I do like, and there are a lot of things I don't like. Yeah. Um, and, and it just doesn't, it's not something I would randomly pull out. And Rocky Four, again, I think is a good, but it's more of a revenge movie. And if I'm wanting to watch a Rocky movie, Four doesn't really get pulled out as much because it doesn't have the Rocky aesthetic that I'm used to or that yeah. I really want to watch. Unless I want to see, I'm in the mood to see Rocky just, you know, get revenge and whip someone's ass. Yeah, great. Yeah. Uh, Rocky Three is always the one I tend to go to and gravitate towards. Yeah. Right off the bat. Yeah, I think that like. I think for for me, Rocky Four, it just works the way it does because a, we were alive at that time. Like it yeah. was, you know, the communists were our biggest enemies, and I was young, and and going back and rewatching it, I think that it's just, I mean, I don't think Rocky Four is like a great movie by any means. I mean, it is montage the movie. But it became the symbol for what everything like Rocky kind of stood for in the 80s, I think. I think it just was that music video. Yeah. I mean, it's just such a thing. It's the thing that Rocky 3 and Rocky 4 are the thing that most people remember when you think of Rocky, right? And for good or bad, I think, you know, the tight cuts, the ripped abs and everything like that. But they also have those aspects of the original Rocky and Rocky Balboa mixed in them that make them work, you know, so well. And it's funny because I think like the rewatchability, the action movie sort of bits uh, are why people would maybe, would you consider those why they're, they're um, the best to go back and rewatch like the quick editing the, the, you know, the jokes and, you know, the things like that, like the things that are lacking in, you know, the original Rocky, you know what I'm saying? Like, is it the quick cuts and the, the super fast, like all that stuff or. I, I no for Rocky four, it would be the fact that they're in the snow and it sort of reminds me of cocaine. In the 80s. <laughs> no, no. Uh, so I'm, I'm, but, I think I'm thinking more Rocky three. Yeah. Yeah. Rocky three. It's not necessarily, it's, it's it, to me, it, it encompasses, you know, almost everything about Rocky that I love. I love, yeah. you know, about the film, the franchise, about the idea that, you know, even, you know, he got he got beat up by, uh, it's got the emotional stuff, he, you know, it's got, you know, Mickey's death, which is absolutely still to this day heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, you've got the great fight sequence, the build up to the to when Rocky actually wins is fantastic. I, I don't know if I don't know if it's the quick cuts because I'm I've never been a like. I'm not the biggest fan of quick cuts necessarily, unless there's a reason behind them, yeah. like, you know, but uh, I think it's just that for me, in terms of rewatchability, it's not so, Rocky is fantastic, but Rocky is so heavy. Yeah, yeah And you yeah. can argue that Rocky Balboa is heavy too, but there's something about it that 
I feel I can go back to a little more often than the original Rocky. Because and I love '70s style filmmaking. I love '70s filmmaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for me, uh, the fact that I I didn't put Rocky one says a lot. It, it's just, it's just that I don't know. There's a certain aesthetic about three and in, in Balboa that really capt feels like it captured. Maybe it is you know a film. It's the first. I think Rocky three was the first one I saw. Yeah. Oh uh, no, I think I saw Rocky two. If that was yeah. the first one I saw. I'm trying yeah. to think. I don't remember, but I know, I mean, it was, what, 82, 83? Was Rocky 3? Yeah, something like that. Um, yeah. So that And so um, I think it was the first one I saw, because yeah, my dad wanted to see, because I think my my dad was a Rocky fan. Yeah. And so I think this was the first one we saw together. Yeah. And uh, and I was so roused by it. Like, I remember just, you know, and I never seen a, I mean, I've seen boxing to a certain degree, but yeah. I wasn't a fan. And, and that film just hooked me, and I just, dragged me in and I just and then the his comeback and everything was just I, I don't know maybe that's it maybe it's just it has a is a nostalgic feel for something my dad and I did together sure. maybe that's it you know but at the end of the day I just feel like I can rewatch that film a thousand times over and sure. never get tired of it understood understood I I just think like four three and four are the most like slickly commercial of all of them you know what I mean oh yeah definitely and oh yeah definitely that's kind of why they and that's I mean, again, part of the reason why I wanted to do this, like if you and I would encourage anybody who's like into film or in a film school or whatever, seriously, go back and watch these movies back to back. Like real, you are going to see a transformation of the language that is just it's incredible to behold. Like if you watch them back to back, like I, again, the whole reason I got this idea is because my wife and I on a Fourth of July weekend like years ago pre my daughter being born, we watched the first three. And I remember sitting there just being astounded as to how things changed over the years. And, you know, yeah. th these Rocky movies, I mean, Stallone's been in the business for a long time. And, and you know, most of them are great. Like, you know, most of these Rocky movies are, are really great and entertaining. You know, I won't say every one, yep. but so, I mean, it's just, it's interesting to me, uh, like, the changes that occurred and what happened. And uh, maybe we should get into the Creed movies. Although I don't know if we want to talk about anything that Jonathan Majors is in at this point, but I haven't seen Creed three. So um, I, don't, I don't know, but, and that's probably on Amazon prime. So won't be watching it anytime soon because I canceled my prescription, my subscription to Amazon prime. Um, hey, Hey, Hey Christian, did you cancel your Amazon I did. I did. Oh, okay. Can you I, just wanted, I don't, I, I, I wasn't quite sure if you had, or you know not. what? I mean, who knows? Maybe I'll go back. I mean, you know, I don't, I'm, I'm just you saying gave up the free, you gave up the free shipping. I did give up the free shipping because if somebody doesn't do it, if we don't do it, then they're just like, Oh, now it's 40 bucks. And then now it's 60 bucks extra. And now it's 70 bucks. You know what I mean? It's like you, the line has to be drawn somewhere and there's always to be YouTube TV. Here. YouTube TV, yeah, YouTube TV is is good too. So, uh, Turner Classic Movies exists, folks. So, I mean, like seriously. Anyway, sorry, we're not talking about that. We're talking about Rocky Balboa, two thousand six, written and directed by Sylvester Stallone. Any final thoughts, Evis? We made it. We did it. We we went we went go the for it. We went for we it, went it and we did it. We went for it and we did it. We watched and and talked about all six. Rocky movies. I can't wait to go and talk about the Rocky Broadway show. <laughs> oh God! Are, are is we it, doing is that? Is that actually happening? Is that like a no, thing? Or did no, they do it? No, that already happened. Yeah, oh, already I, don't, happened. I don't think I ever saw it. I was or like, even knew it existed. Yeah, it's 2012. Oh wow. Okay. Well, that went 
by. <laughs> I didn't even know it existed. Wow. Well, it, so it was nominated for a few Tonys. So you know, really? Know. Oh, yeah. interesting. So you know, I don't know. Must have been a um, slow year at the Tonys. I guess. I don't. Know. Wow. <laughs> anyway, uh, whatever. I mean, I I mean, I just have to say that you know, thank you for these movies, Sylvester Stallone. If you're out there listening, which you're probably not. I, I, you know, I have to say I more loved them than I did it. You know what I'm saying? And I more loved revisiting them. And these will probably, this will probably, these watchings of this movie will definitely not be the last time I watch them because you can go back to them again and again and again. And they're just hugely entertaining in, in one way or another. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Wow. I, I, yeah, absolutely. Rocky we, Balboa. We did yep. it. Yep. We did it. All right. Yves Cannavale, thank you for joining me on. Hey, these. wait, are we? Got, are, are you thinking about tackling another franchise? I am. You know which one I want to talk about. I want to do Planet of the Apes next. All Let's right. Let's do Planet of the Apes, but we have to do another movie first that we've been oh, that okay. was a, that we wanted to do last year, but again because of the SAG strike, uh, we did not get to, and that's why it took us so long to get to Rocky Balboa because there was a SAG strike. SAG strong, SAG solidarity. I am still a SAG member after all these years, even though I don't actively pursue an acting career i i care about the entertainment community and what happens ai is going to get us all pretty soon this podcast is just going to be ai it's just going to be fake evis and fake christian babbling about you know yes and fake evis will be a hell of a lot more entertaining than real ones so that's okay <laughs> i don't think so you're entertaining as hell again evis Carnavale. my name is christian horn this has been another episode of the part-time fanboy podcast you can check us out on parttimefanboy.com. We are still on the Facebook. We are still on the Instagram. We are no longer on the Twix. Uh, you can contact us. Our email is ptf at parttimefanboy.com. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sitting through all the Rocky movies with myself and Evis. Uh, you know, go for it. I am the tiger. And uh, we will be back soon with another episode. Bye. Come.